I'm very excited to share this recording with you guys, which happened at our conference, sasopen.com, with over 100 speakers, all founders of B2B SaaS companies. We have a very high bar for what speakers share on stage, so you're going to enjoy this episode where we dive deep into revenue graphs, real tactics, and real growth metrics. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to gitlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at gitlatka.com. ChromeImageLabs.com launched several years ago, now doing $200,000 a month in revenue, up from $100,000 a month just a year ago. They're serving 500 customers. They helped those customers last last month process over 15,000 images through their system they set up of 200 editors and designers on their back end, almost like Uber. For each image, they charge about 25 bucks per image. The editor or designer makes call it 10, uh, sorry, uh, uh, five to $10 on that. So the overall margin of the company call it 50 to 60%. They've done this in a very capital efficient way. They just now closed their first $600,000 round of funding at saw, call it somewhere between a 10 and 20 million valuation. So very capital efficient. Their team size, just six people full time. Hey folks, my guest today is Eduardo Jack. He helps Amazon, Walmart, and Sotheby's create images that lift their product sales by using their proprietary data and AI algorithms to determine what image elements are lifting sales. They then use generative AI designs and a global team of designers to create listing, lifestyle, and infographic images at scale, affordably, and faster than anybody else. They do this at chromephotos.com. That's Chrome with a K at the start. Eduardo, you ready to take us to the top? Yes, absolutely. All right. Very cool. So you've got some enterprise accounts here. That must mean you've been doing this for a bit. When did you launch the company? We launched the company a few years ago. We have done over a million images for over 100,000 customers. We started creating images for our customers and we moved on to the enterprise two, three years ago. Um, Walmart is using our technology and our images to help their national sellers. Amazon, we're a top-ranked Amazon SPN seller. Sotheby's users are uh, technology in our images for their um, online auctions, uh, Sassel, Hotels at Home, and a number of others. And we're just launching an ability to for people. We have launched it, and we're actually creating pilots where they can send us 10 of their products, 100 of the products, 1,000 of the products. And to your point, we will then use the data, uh, AI, generate AI, to create images that are guaranteed to lift their sales. So Eduardo, what are these companies today paying on average per month to use your technology? They tend to pay per image anywhere from $25 to $50 per image. Okay, 25 to 50 per image. And so how do you price? Do you let them just pay as you go or do you do you sort of price in buckets, credits of images? We do both. You can get a subscription and have Credit similar to the way that Audible works, where you have credits that you can use for anything. You can use them for listing, lifestyles, infographics, photography, design sessions, bundles, you name it. Uh, but most people are coming in and then using it for the lifestyles and infographics. Interesting. Okay. So in March, the last full month here, last month, how many images did you process? We did about, um, let me do the math here, about 15,000. 15,000. Wow. Across how many paying customers? 
we have uh, it, consumers, SMBs, and enterprises. And I would say that uh, that was in the order of you know 500 customers or such. Some of the customers tend to do a lot more images than others, but yes. Uh, 500 customers paid at least a dollar last month, something like that. Oh yeah, no, much more than a dollar. Uh, well, no, no, I'm just saying. Guys, I'm just saying yeah, these the are your pay, these are not free users. I'm just saying these are your paid no, no, customers no, no, no. last month. Now, yeah. can we take twenty five dollars per image times fifteen thousand dollar images? That would put you at about three hundred seventy five thousand dollars a month in revenue last month. Yes, it's we're a little bit less than that because some customers are doing simpler images. But yes, that would give you a good idea. Okay, north of three hundred thousand a month in revenue. It's more north than two hundred thousand. Okay. Okay. So you're doing greater than $200,000 a month in revenue and help us understand growth. This is a hot space of water with chat, GPT, generative AI. Where yes. were you exactly one year ago? Do you remember? We were about a hundred thousand. So oh, wow. Yes. Have you done this? Have you driven this growth bootstrapped or you raised money? We have done a little bit of raising money uh, on the seed side of the equation, but it's definitely been a lot of bootstrapping. I also have put in my own money into the company, but it's definitely been bootstrapped and with some seed uh, funding. When was the seed round? We just finished a safe round that we did with our lead uh, investor, uh, Evolution VC, Greg Smith, uh, and that it was meant to power the, the launch that we're doing with Walmart, where basically they are taking our technology to highlight which products in their catalog, they have 50 million products, need to be updated. Uh, we're telling them which sellers and which products need to be updated, highlighting those, and then are telling their sellers that, hey, these products are below par. Uh, here's what you need to do. Here's a, co a company that can help you. And we expect to get 20, 30% of those customers to use us. And it's how, a very- How much, much was there, before I go deeper into the product though, what was the, so how much was the raise for? We raised um, $600,000. Okay, $600,000. And this would be, would you call this like a seed round or series A? Seed round. We're focusing seed. on a Series A this this year, likely in Q3. Okay, so six hundred thousand raised on your seed just now, and most folks today are selling, you know, fifteen to twenty percent of their company in their seed round. Were you sort of in that same range? No, no, it was much less. Okay, I was about to say with your revenue, I'm hoping you were able to preserve yes. your equity here. Um, yes, when you yes. say much less, can we say under ten percent? Yes. Okay, so north of a six million post money valuation. Say it again. North of a six million dollar post money valuation, then it was it was much much further north than that. Okay, what I mean, I founders all the time. They have, there's two school of thoughts: manage your multiple, and who cares? Get the highest you can, <laughs> right? Very different. So, like, which boat do you fall in? We have optimizing for bringing the money when we need it at the best value we can get it at, and that has helped. I still have a significant portion of the company. Greg is our lead investor. He also has a significant portion of the company. Um, and that's the way we want it. When we go to the Series A, then we'll be doing a more traditional 10 million round at $30, 40000000 million valuation and go from there. But the good news is that when we do that, we already have the technology that works. We already have customers, to your point, and you know, we've gotten up into the right results. So just to be clear then, I mean, you sort of raised it something like a 6 to 10x multiple on current revenue then. Yes. Yeah. So that would be like a, something around 24 to 30 million valuation today, the last yeah. round. I'd rather not go into the details, but it, it's more than 10 and less than 25. <laughs> okay. Fa fair enough. Fair enough. So good. So you're managing your, your multiple, which is great. You're, so I guess this begs the question, why, why do a round at all? I mean, this is good revenue. Why do you need an extra 600K here? Why not keep all the equity? I, I think that's a good, really good point. We 
this is a massive market. We estimate there's uh, the town of this market to be north of $60 billion. It's a disaggregated industry where you've got you know, Fiverr, Upwork, their Suna, Snapper, allow you to send stuff to their studio or have a, a photographer come to you. But it's really a disaggre- disaggregated market. It's think, think about taxis before Uber and Lyft. And given the size of the market, we want to capture it. We do need to bring in more data. We right now have 8.4 million data points on products, uh, product images that sell. We like to have that to be in the 100 million data points. Um, and we also need to create models. Right now, we're using existing models, feeding it our own data, but eventually we want to have our own models um, of data what you know that create generative AI images based on the data that we have on what sells, and then create the, the flywheel of, of feedback. And that's a, a significant ask that, yes, you could bootstrap it, but you, you're in the risk that someone else is going to come in that's going to be significantly better funded and take it over. We see how, ourselves as owning that space. How many folks are on your team today full-time? We are very lean. We have six people full-time, but we do have a very sophisticated gig infrastructure. So we have 200, 200, sorry, 200 editors and designers who are able to create these images that I mentioned. How do you do that? Tell me how that's structured. Yeah, uh, we, we built that over a period of time. And basically, um, similar to an Uber driver who gets a, a ride and is told how much uh, they're going to make and where they're going to go, we say, here's an image of a, a microphone. This is what needs to be done. These are the inputs. You're going to get paid this much. They do it. We then review that. If everything is good, then we send it back to the customer and the customer goes thumbs up or, hey, do a minor tweak and goes back to them and, and fix it. And that is a, a, a really sophisticated system using pricing that we know exactly how much money we're making on that image, how much money we're paying, what is the margin, and we're able to then have margins that are 55 to 60%. Interesting. So how much of what you do would you say is software versus a really smart organization of humans? I would say that everything up to the, the actual image creation is software. All the data of what is going to move the needle for this microphone in front of me, uh, what are the elements, who should be in front of the microphone, uh, what, how the images should be photographed, all that stuff is, is data and mm-hmm. AI, machine learning, deep learning, gen AI, and so on. When you finally say, go ahead and give me that image and here's my product, here's my branding, here's my logo, et cetera, at that point, all of it comes into a, uh, um, an editor or a designer who then assembles the final image. We give them a whole bunch of pre-assembled images and ready to go. So they do the final Photoshop work and then create the final image. What is the average? Let's say each photo costs on average 25 bucks for you to process. Of the $25 you charge the customer, how much of that goes to one of these editors and designers that you have on staff? Between 5 and $10. Okay, interesting. So on $200,000 a month in revenue, you've got about 70, 80,000 of that paying out these 200 editors and designers. Yeah, as I said, our, our margins are being consistently between 55 and 60%. I mean, isn't that the big question? That's probably what makes it hard for you to get like a SaaS multiple, right? Is your margins are lower than SaaS, then you know, this should be around 85. So the, but, but you're doing it the right way. The first step is build a human system. The second is, can you start replacing humans to drive down your economics, Absolutely. right? Or yeah, can you do that? Not yet. The Gen AI is not there. Uh, but what is happening is we're automating more and more and more of it, right? And so by the time the editor comes in, the image may be you know 60% done, 70% done, and eventually be 80 and 90% done. And then that will again bring the uh the the um 
margins per up. unit cost per unit cost down margins up. So you're trying to replace those folks, but there's also big companies trying to replace you completely. How do you make sure you don't get completely replaced? Where Amazon or a Walmart seller can just go to ChatGPT, put in an ugly image, and boom, it spits out a beautiful one. Yeah, today that is not working. Um, and it ChatGPT doesn't give you perfect text. Uh, if you've used it, you've realized you have to go and edit it. Right. And but the beauty, the, the reason why ChatGPT is so successful, we all know how to write the text, right? You can take the ChatGPT text, tweak it, send it to Grammarly, <clears throat> make sure everything is right, and then publish it. And you can do that. Anybody can do that, right? But you can't edit an image. Majority of people can't edit an image. And furthermore, you don't necessarily know what it is that's going to move the needle for that microphone that you have in front of you or the bicycle behind me. Um, that is very important. And so we have that data of what's going to move the needle. And then we then can take the generative AI images and make them perfect. And that's mm -hmm. what people are loving about what we're providing to them because we're making generative AI images work for them. Whereas generative AI text, anybody can edit, but generative images don't. And furthermore, generative images are not very good. Now they're going to get better. Don't get me wrong but they're not very good right now. There's a lot of issues with eyes and fingers and that kind of stuff. And so typically what we'll do is we use a generative image as a template and then recreate it with models and, and settings and so on. So, so you have a perfect image that you have the rights for as well. What do you think you'll grow monthly recurring revenue to by December this year? I, we expect it to be two to three X what we are now. So 400 to 600,000 a month in, in December revenue this year. Yes, uh, based okay. on the, the work that we're doing with Walmart and, and some of the other um, companies that we're rolling out. If someone came to you and offered uh, $10 million all cash upfront to buy the whole company, would you sell? No. That was quick. No, not at all. No, this is a massive opportunity. We're talking you know, exits of 100 plus million in terms of results just because of the fact of the opportunity that exists. I'm telling well, you- A big opportunity attracts a lot of competition, right? There's more people you have to beat. It's really interesting. We've been doing this for a number of years and no one is doing this kind of stuff. It's tough. People don't like to deal with people, but we've automated the heck out of it. We're really successful at hiring them. We have an automated process for training them and so on, and we can deploy them in different areas. What we do for Sasso is very different than what we do for Sotheby's. Sotheby's has an automatic you know, pre-done uh, assembly line, custom assembly line. Sasso has an automated pre-done custom assembly line. It took us a week or two to create them. We have a really yeah. sophisticated system that other people are like, uh, that's a lot of work. Very cool. Um, We're rooting for you. We're out of time for today, though. Let's wrap up here, Eduardo, with the famous five. Uh, number one, favorite book? Well, uh, <laughs> that's, a, that's a good question. I just read Critical Mass, and I really enjoyed it. It's a sci hard sci-fi. I also yep. apologize. I should have said the project, A Hail Mary by Adam Weir is phenomenal. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? The two of them, which are very contrasting, are Tim Cook and Elon Musk. Yep. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building Chrome? I, at this point, I actually... Uh, that's a really good question. We use XD. XD, uh, XD is an uh, Adobe product. It allows us oh, to XD, create mockups and then flowing and so on. And then they go right into the editing uh, team. But that's what, I, that's what we do. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? I read the book, uh, Stay Sharp by Gupta. And he said, 
you need to get sleep if you want to be uh, productive and also uh, healthy. So I tend to get seven plus hours of sleep. And what's your situation, Eduardo? Mary, single kids? I am uh, married with kids. How many kiddos? Five. Wow. Okay. How old are you? <laughs> Say it again. How old are you? I am 64. 64. Last question. Something you wish you knew when you were 20 years old? To go for it. Is that true? You said you're 64 years old? Yes. Wow. You look great for 64. That's incredible. Thank you. All right. Go for it hard. That's great. Guys, there you have it. ChromeImageLabs.com launched several years ago, now doing $200,000 a month in revenue, up from $100,000 a month just a year ago. They're serving 500 customers. They helped those customers last, last month process over 15,000 images through their system. They set up of 200 editors and designers on their back end, almost like Uber. For each image, they charge about 25 bucks per image. The editor or designer makes call it 10, uh, sorry, uh, uh, five to $10 on that. So the overall margin of the company call it 50 to 60%. They've done this in a very capital efficient way. They just now closed their first $600,000 round of funding at saw, call it somewhere between a 10 and 20 million valuation. So very capital efficient. Their team size, just six people full-time, which is great. Eduardo, thanks for taking us to the top. Thank you, Nathan.